Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Pick up from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. What we get there? Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be welcome in hope you're doing well warriors got a win dub last night Knicks got a win dub last night uh we'll get into both plus wait to hear what the tnt crews how they reacted to anthony davis uh needing a wheelchair to get off the bench we got a a lot to get to um also uh, kind of side note we were talking a lot of music yesterday and I forgot to get this into the podcast yesterday or in our show. Did you guys realize that MTV News, I didn't know it still existed, but MTV News now no longer exists? I read that too. And and when I first saw it, I thought it was MTV is no longer. But the MTV News entity, they, they, they're they just not doing music news. You know what's weird? I actually think there's a, there's a world out there where music news could be a 24-7 channel. Like I think this is a major mistake. Obviously, they've gone to like all reality TV. They don't even play music videos anymore. But isn't there a, I mean, there's lots of different, I only bring it up because my, my daughter, I inform my daughter that Morgan Wallen's postponing his tour. Like there's always major music news. Always. And, and it's not just, an, you know, you've, from rap, hip hop, country, 
R and B, whatever. Like I, I mean, dun 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 dun. Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder, right? Kurt Loder. And then they had they for a while they had MTV Sports. That was also pretty cool. Man, times be a changing. MTV doesn't play music videos, and now no MTV news. I I'll be honest with you. I hadn't thought of MTV music news in 15, 20 years, but I do think like there's all these other news, news channels, right? Like, although it must not be, there must be an inability to make profit off it because when I started ESPN in 2003, right? ESPN news was really popular and doing very, very well. And then they kind of dissolved that. And uh, unfortunately I, I, I still think there's a world in which that should exist. You know, a 24 seven true, news channel uh but again i don't i don't know the finance uh, finances of it i'm guessing that if there was an appetite for it financially that it would in fact exist that's how i look at everything in sports it's like oh what about you know how much this group makes how much that guy makes if if there's a value you'll get your value maybe not from your current employer maybe your next employer I remember them always talking about having a 24-hour like car chase channel. Remember there's so much car chases going on, but basically now almost the secondary feed of most uh, news channels like like for here in Los Angeles ABC7 and KTLA, they take most of their car chases onto their web stream. That's what they send you. So I guess that's where the channel is. It's basically go to your computer and you can have 24-hour coverage of a car chase. We don't need a whole channel on TV for it. Um, yeah, I, I don't, it, well, yeah, the car chase thing is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's so gross that we watch it and yet we can't stop watching. Yes. John, yes. I, I feel like the car chases really only happen here in Southern California. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't see online or people on Twitter being like, you know, this went down in Tennessee today. It only seems like it happens in Southern California. You know, what's weird is, um, I believe that but first, if, if, if anybody outside the market hasn't heard Petros and Money, when they have that's it's called PMS. That's their show. It's the number one rated sports afternoon drive show here in Los Angeles on our sister station AM five seventy. Petros Papadakis and Matt Money Smith, um, they've been doing it for years. Their coverage of I I I think they're a national treasure with how they cover it because. They're hilarious. They're still covering it. And then Petrus's ability, both their ability to understand, like their local knowledge for where they are and other things that are happening is amazing. They got that thing na- nailed. But yeah, it is a very, uh, the car chase thing is a very LA thing. Very LA thing. Uh, it's going to be a very LA thing tomorrow night as the Lakers are going to welcome in the Warriors for game six. Anthony Davis, uh, gets hit in the head. He eventually leaves the bench. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. There's also flopping allegations against the Lakers, which, like, I, I mean, Steve Kerr said it. I believe it to be true. Like, God bless them. They're they're flopping. They're selling it. And the officials were buying it. It was embarrassing in game four. Now, I understand. I totally understand that, like, there's a, there's a point there where you're like, well, you know, if it works... Dennis Schroeder is, the, I think, the worst culprit of it. And the curling over the ball as if you got you know, hit by a Mack truck is laughable. 
my takeaway on it is I think if you're a cur, you keep pointing it out because there's going to be a boy who cried wolf thing here in this next game or two games. And I think it's going to cost the Lakers a game. I just do. This is Darvin Ham. He had this exchange with Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes is the sideline reporter for TNT on the series, talking about the flopping. The reaction that Dennis Schroeder, I guess, not getting a foul at that point. Is that something you saw, thought that was a missed call? Yeah, we don't teach flopping. We teach our players to play downhill and attack the paint and be forceful. Yeah, okay. No one's saying you teach it. Dennis Schroeder uh, obviously played with the German national team this past summer, had a, had a very, very good summer. Uh, you don't have to say you teach it. But they were doing it in game four. They've been doing it all series. And that's a particular instance in where Schroeder, I have no idea if he got hit or didn't get hit, but the flop, it ain't, it's going to hurt you and not help you. Here's LeBron James addressing the flopping allegations. We're just not a, a team that you know goes out there looking for, for, for flopping opportunities. It's just not us. It's never been, it's actually never been in any team that I've played on in my 20 years where we've been a flopping team. Okay. Sure. I mean, LeBron James has sold calls before. We've all known the videos. I know he's, what he's talking about. He's talking about like the Spurs and teams with lots of European players and selling calls. But that's, that's a really interesting one. Um, the way I look at it is we've always seen the gamesmanship in series. But I love the way that Steve Kerr put it. Steve Kerr was like, hey, look, the Lakers are selling it like. I just can't believe the, the NBA is buying it. And I would continue to hit home on it because there is, there's no defense for when you see it on replay. When you see it on replay, the selling of calls, the, the, you know, we want to call, you call it flopping, you call it selling calls, whatever. When you do it, you're just selling a call. You're just showing the, the ref what he otherwise might miss. When the opposition's doing it, it's flopping. The big question is, what happens with Anthony Davis? Uh, hit his head. Kevon Looney kind of hit him in the head. He left the game. He'd been playing great basketball. And then there was this from the TNT crew reacting to Anthony Davis needing a wheelchair. Game six. These guys, man. I know what they're about. I think I do, too. But what are you laughing about? You know what they're laughing about. I'm laughing at Chuck. I know what they're laughing at. You understand? Chuck is over there crumbling up paper. That's why I was laughing. That's not what I'm I'm laughing at Chuck. Tell the truth. They understand. Oh, man. Stop it, man. Stop it. Ernie, don't let us go there. If we go there, it'll never stop. It'll never stop. Ernie, we need to go to that next game. Quick. <laughs> no, we don't. Oh, man. I'm laughing at Chuck. Well, tell me, give me your takeaway from the game, Chuckster. Uh, there's nothing points in the first half. You're not- um, they're laughing at the wheelchair thing. And remember, this is a little, I, I don't think it's boy who cried wolf, but it is the one, a, a bit of it is is a the PTSD of uh, Paul Pierce, you know, also had the wheelchair, right? Remember when Paul Pierce, everybody thought he was dying in the NBA finals and they had four guys carry him off, put him in a wheelchair. I think that's what it's about. Um, and then it's Anthony Davis, who's been so oft injured. But I would tell you that obviously the Lakers need Anthony Davis to play. I'm guessing he's going to play. The wheelchair was over the top. Like, come on, man. 
is over the top. And, and, and it's a very defensible thing to say when you go, hey, man, look, he's six foot 11. We don't have guy. We didn't want to have him leave the bench. This way, just the trainers took him and they put him in the, popped him in the wheelchair. And no, no player had to leave the bench. And, and we just kind of wheel him on out of there. Now, the Lakers do have some assistant coaches and other personnel that are close to Anthony Davis' sides, and they could have helped him off. Uh, but it's the least intrusive into the team to just put him in the, pop him in the wheelchair and then wheel him off. But the wheelchair in an NBA game with a player who got hit in the head is akin to that terrible gurney sort of cloth stretcher that they have during the World Cup and in soccer where, you know, it feels a little Keystone Copsy. Yes, John Ramos. I think it would have been a little bit more egregious if he would have done the Paul Pierce thing. I think that's why the Paul Pierce thing in the NBA playoffs was was just crazy because he actually left in a wheelchair and then came back came into back. the game. Whereas Anthony Davis left and never came back into the game. Like he was, you know, so that's why I don't look at it as being that big of a deal, but but you're right. I mean, have you ever been hit in the head where you don't know where you're at? I mean, it, no. <laughs> okay. No. Here's, here's you, the have you ever part. coached now, a player, this, this uh, might, Doug, that's been hit yeah. in basketball games where they're yeah. like, you don't go like, hey, just walk it off, man. You're like, no, hey. No, I, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, look, here, here's the reality to it, okay? I understand our our shock when we see concussions and like you look at Tua Tungavailoa and you're like, Oh my God, what happened with his hands right during his second concussion and the first one that they didn't notice. I'll just point this out that nobody's downplaying the seriousness of concussions, but with basketball players, the reason that with football players, there's all this concussion protocol and all the safety needed is you're very, very likely to get hit either in the head or in a way in which your head is knocked around during an NFL game. And we have enough former players who have post-career brain injuries. Those don't exist in the NBA. There aren't former NBA players who can't find their keys or don't remember where they parked or simply can't carry on a sentence. There's not former NBA players suffering from ALS that people believe is brought on from continued head trauma. So the reality is it's not like you're trying to be insensitive, but it's a different sport, a different type of contact and a different, a much, 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 much smaller likelihood of something going uh, incredibly wrong. Case in point, just tell me the former NBA player, name one of them that suffered repeated head trauma that now is going through debilitating dementia or ALS or some sort of brain injury because of their time playing basketball. It doesn't exist. So that's why people, that's why guys who are former players kind of make fun of it because like, yeah, I got hit in the head. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, give him a chance. You want to be, but remember when LeBron said he was seeing three baskets and, and made one, like nobody made him go through concussion protocol because you're a basketball player. It doesn't make you tougher. It makes you far less likely to suffer repeated head trauma. In fact, it's almost, it's incredibly unlikely. How do I know it? 100 years of basketball, you name the former player that has that suffered repeated head trauma that's going through brain issues. And it's also Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis getting hurt obviously triggers us because of there have been so many other little nickel and dime injuries that have held, held him out. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from sunny Southern California. We're broadcasting live on the Tyrac, from Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. I have a question for you. DeAndre Ayton is out. Chris Paul is out. Um... I have no reason to doubt that DeAndre Ayton uh, doesn't have a rib contusion. But I have every reason to doubt that it is such a severe contusion that he can't play in an elimination game. So, you know, when you when you take away and run with this thing, okay, I'm not saying he's not hurt. I'm questioning whether or not he's injured. It's a rib contusion, not being it's that means it's not broken ribs. And again, even broken ribs, it's not like he's playing football where he's going to get. Now, you're going to get bumped and banged because you're playing against Jokic. Your team's backs are against the wall. 
And look, part of why I'm saying this is because there's all the video evidence out there of him being just kind of checked out at times from this team. In addition to the fact that he got benched last year and there were thoughts of not re-signing him and then they re-signed him and everybody thought, okay, well, in January they'll trade him and they didn't trade him. Instead, they brought in Kevin Durant and got rid of other pieces. And and there is, I do have a little bit of sympathy for DeAndre. Maybe he's really, really hurting today. And you know what? I don't actually care. I don't care. Because the way that I'm wired is unless you're going to do harm to yourself. Okay, rib contusion is, by all intents and purposes, a, a deep rib bruise. That's got to hurt. You can absolutely take a shot for that. And the difference in taking a shot for that and taking a shot for an ankle or for a knee is it's not like you're going to do some sort of dramatic damage to your ribs because your ribs are numb having taken a shot. That is, I don't want to be, I don't want to play and they don't want me playing. What a, what a curious end to his season. Crazy. Yes, John Ramos. We always hear, Doug, it's something that I've heard for many, many, many years. It's always like, well, if it was a playoffs, he'd be in there, right? Don't you always hear that in sports? It's like, well, if this was a playoff game, he'd definitely be playing. But since it's like midseason, like, you know, sit out. And your point is correct. It's like, this is the playoff game. <laughs> this is where you should be playing. Um, I'm, am, I, am I wrong? I mean, like, I guess the, the other question is, in truth, who made this call? How much of it is Aiton and how much of it is the team? And I think you'll know based upon where he's sitting tonight or if he's at the game tonight. If they don't want him around the team, if this is the team saying, hey, oh, your, oh, your ribs are hurt, why don't you stay home tonight? That, that's when it's the team. Buyer, what's your level of belief in DeAndre Aiton being injured? Not being hurt. I think we all think, hey, dude, I buy it. You're hurt by being injured. I think it's a team decision. Um, shockingly, considering how thin they are, I think it is a team decision. I'm trying to think if there's precedence for this. There's no precedence for the the litany of of the the litany of storylines coming out of this, or the or all the different stuff. Right, last year benched. Um, as if we remember last year was when they were just humiliated at home in game seven. It was the Dallas Mavericks, right? And they had 27 in the first half or 29 in the first half. It was so bad. Um, he gets benched and then it was like, all right, then he didn't, he didn't talk to Monty Williams, didn't talk to anybody, but he was a restricted free agent. So ultimately they matched and brought him back. And that was weird. Then when they make the move for Durant, they they don't or can't move Aiton, so they kind of stuck with him. And then you could see his body language uh, start to devolve and get worse and worse as the playoffs went on. It's just a this is a I means the NFL Jay Cutler. That's what it feels like. You know, it's 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 very interesting these these two in, these two stories of Anthony Davis and. DeAndre Ayton, the the wheelchair thing about Davis that stands out to me is that, and I know you guys talked about this earlier, but we didn't see the wheelchair. 
I don't think that the Lakers were trying to sell something. Right. Where Chris Haynes just happened to see him be in a wheelchair and reported on it. Um, it wasn't that we caught him on camera, that they took him from the court to the back in a wheelchair. It was just, it was mentioned, whatever, doctor said, hey, let's just do this. Whatever the scenario was, we never saw it. And that's kind of how I feel about this is, I, you know, I, I don't remember, and maybe I just missed it and didn't see it in game five, you know, where this was... You know, a, a huge storyline. The only things that I'm seeing and still seeing are look at DeAndre Ayton not go after this ball, or why is he guarding someone out of bounds? Or and it's really been the story for the entire season, dating back to the last offseason when he and Monty Williams didn't talk. So it's just odd. Can I add also that um an amusing part of this particular postseason? Is and I don't know if they're doing it as a goof or if there's something there, but multiple times Chris Paul is trying to give him a high five when, coming off of the floor. Have you seen this video of this? And he he completely ignores it. He doesn't give him a high five. As, I don't know if this is a, a, a joke by the team or if that's a legitimate thing, but it's happened multiple times in this postseason. I think it's a, I think it's a real thing. I think it's a real thing. The. Uh... Arizona Republic reported after Game Five that Aiton was complaining about a rib injury when he was leaving the uh, the arena. No question. Uh, arena. You, you watch yeah. the, there's there's video of him getting elbowed right in the. Okay. Rib. All right. So again, I'm not. I I promise you, I am not denying that he has a rib injury in any way. But is it a rib injury that you can't play with sure. in an elimination game? Therein lies the difference. You know, there's just such a, a massive difference to me in in the difference in the two considering it's an elimination game you know and maybe it's not the Clippers maybe it's Chris Paul that's cursed he gets hurt and now DeAndre Ayton's on his squad I don't know I feel really bad now that I because I, I, I didn't see the highlight and, and now in, in no, looking okay. at it it's, and it's, I'm uh, throwing him under the bus for saying it or, no I, I again I, I don't I, I think nothing none of what you said was wrong like he's got he got elbow in the ribs but like you're not going to play because I had this reminds me. I have a kid who plays for an AU who last summer missed a tournament because of a sunburn. Mm. And yeah, he showed up the first day and played. And we had like two games on like, it was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And like the second game on a Friday was later Friday night. And he's like, coach, I can't go. And I was like, why not? He's like, I got a really bad sunburn and the sweat stings my back. And I was like, Okay, what does that have to do with the basketball game? I don't really understand that. Well, no, it really stings my back. He actually is a good kid. He showed up for the uh, for the rest of the games as a teammate and sat there on the bench and cheered. But he didn't play because of a sunburn. That's a new one to me. Um, I'll say the video. Yeah, he got he got popped in the ribs. Like again, I am not denying that he got hit in the ribs. What I am saying is, wait, you're gonna miss it's. It's like, is this game sick? This is it. There's no more games. You, even though being listed as questionable, hey, I'm going to give it a go, take a shot, see how it feels, run up and down. Because as you said, Byer, they have no depth. No depth. That's a, it's a stunner to me. Complete stunner. And feels a little bit like, feels like the team 
It feels a little bit like an FU to the organization. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Stug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I did have somebody who... Uh who tweeted at me, uh, what about Brian Grant? Of course, Brian Grant, who was a tremendous player, for mostly for the Portland Trailblazers, played at Xavier, starts from Parkinson's. Uh, that, that was not, that was not uh, uh, because of repeated head trauma. Um, and I, I only know that because uh, Rick Buecher, who's on the show, is a dear friend of mine, and I've read actually his Brian Grant's book, which I'd in, in, encourage you to go pick up to go pick up again nobody's saying that concussions are a joke just how you deal with them is a little bit different the severity of them generally different there's different levels of concussions and the likelihood of repeated head trauma is very very different because you're not in a collision sport contact sport not a collision sport uh boy there's a lot to get to here Ooh, i like this 
got some Todd Munkin sound for you on how he's going to use Lamar Jackson in a second. First, I just learned Discover Credit Cards does something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all your cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, those see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Here's Todd Munkin. Of course, remember, he was at Georgia, won a couple national titles, and they had a lot of quarterback design runs there. Obviously, not nearly the talent you got in Lamar Jackson, but here's how he plans to lessen the load on Lamar Jackson. I think the more talented you are around your quarterback, the less he has to burden, uh, take on that burden, shoulder the load, because you're excited about getting others the football where they can uh, utilize their skill set as you get further into your career. You know, as Lamar gets older, as everybody does, I mean, you know, you know, you want to, you want to take some of that off of the player as best as you can. But he has a unique trait, a unique skill set. You can't take that completely out of his toolbox because that's a huge weapon for him and for us is using his feet agreed i think it's gonna be i think the the most fascinating part about the ravens is um was the read option the offense is was was that holding him back or was that showing us the best of who lamar was and i don't know what the answer is I got to tell you, I mean, Bayer, are you with me? Like, it does strike you as weird that the Lions are in the NFL kickoff game. Completely. That's a weird one. I. How many teams do they have to go through before they got to the Lions? Well, that's, that's the thing that, like, I just, I wonder because there were a lot of really good matchups that the Chiefs have at home. And it's not to say that the Lions aren't a good matchup. I find it intriguing. But you had the Bengals, you had the Bills, you had the Dolphins, Tyree Kills return. Sure. The whole entire AFC. Which they sent overseas. Yes. That one doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't you put that? That feels like like Thursday night football. Uh, The (laughs) NFL kickoff. Like you have Tyree Kill and the team that just won a Super Bowl without Tyree Kill. Like what am I... What am I missing? Right, Dan, I, ahead, I think Dan. the road teams are at a big disadvantage in that game, even though Buffalo showed different last year. And so I just I just think it's such a I think it's such a home field advantage for that opening night banner night. Um, and I, I don't know maybe maybe the NFL felt that people thought they were giving the Chiefs preferential treatment for what happened, um, so they didn't want to put the Bills or Bengals in in that scenario. Or the Dolphins, for that matter, and let's just do a cross conference where maybe it doesn't have as much effect on the standings. I kind of thought maybe they were compensating for that. Yeah, I don't know. Let's John Middlecoff joins us. Three Now podcast is it's a good one. Um, the Lions, really? Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely shocking to see. Uh, I, I think I could counter and go. Does it really matter? Because you know the Bills, the Bengals. You know, even some of the divisional rivals, right? You know, you could you could argue Denver now with Sean Payton. Even if Russell was washed, it's still a big draw early on, as we saw last year on Monday night. You know, the Chargers, remember last year, right, they opened up on Amazon with the Chargers and the Chiefs uh, in Arrowhead. I, I, I wonder if, like, it doesn't affect the ratings. I mean, I, I don't know if it matters. It's always my argument with Thursday night football is that they clearly are kind of up and we'll see comes out like if any of these teams have multiple Thursday night games, which is definitely on the table and it feels inevitable this year, is Amazon 
felt like Thursday Night Football underperformed at like nine and a half million when they were told it would be at like eleven. Who else is giving you nine and a half million? Like to me, that, that's you could put the Texans and the Jags on. It's getting nine and a half million. That, that's that's pretty incredible business. So like I I guess my ultimate take on the Lions is like I would expect a massive audience for that game, regardless who they're playing. Uh, it's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, I'm still like. I'm still reacting to Dan Byer, the news he had where DeAndre Ayton's not going to play tonight because of a rib contusion. What? I just, I'm, I'm stunned by that one. Um, like it feels like he's checked out, Doug. feels like he's checked out. Yeah, which is what happened last year this time. Then they re-signed him, and everybody thought they'd move him, and then they doubled down and kept him. It's like, this is so weird. It's deja, deja, deja vu. Um, John Middlecoff, let's get back to football. John Middlecoff, three and out. It's a, the, uh, our po- podcast. It's outstanding. It's on the Volume Podcast Network. Let's go to Lamar Jackson. Todd Munkin's like, look, guy's got a unique skill set. We still want to use him. But as he gets older, we want to get other guys to football. How do you think they use him in his offense? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it... To me, it depends. Are they just going to break from what they've been doing? Obviously, they got a new offensive coordinator, but just scrap the old, you know, heavy, heavy kind of collegiate run game, which, let's face it, had a lot of success, and just go to more of a spread passing game offense. Uh, I saw the 49ers do that in 2014 with Colin Kaepernick, and it was an utter disaster. Or are they going to do a slow kind of build and see if he can do it? Because to me, if he can't just play four or five wide consistently, uh, they, they will be forced to go back to what he does well, right? They're, they're not, they're in this contract now, at least for the foreseeable future. So the, the only goal should be winning games. I agree, like big picture, you can't just continue to run him, even though, you know, for a running quarterback, and I put Kyler under this too, even though I think Lamar's probably a little bit more natural, he's more dependent on it, Kyler's a better thrower of the football, is that they don't take that many big shots when they run. He's pretty good at getting out of bounds, hitting the ground. Even though he's not like a smooth slider quite like Kyler, he's just he's got natural instincts for that. But, you know, a little bit like you pay a defensive lineman. I don't really care how you stop the run. I mean, I'd like you to, but I pay you to rush the quarterback, right? Like, I, I pay offensive tackles. Like, I don't care really how you are in the run game. I'd like you to be good in the run game, but can you protect the passer? Ultimately, you pay quarterbacks. You know, the reason Jalen got paid, he's a fantastic runner, but they believe he can throw three, four touchdowns in the Super Bowl, right? I mean, that, that's that's why you get compensated because, you know, to throw the football. So I, I, I get it. Now, will it work? I think it's just all about how they transition. Do they scrap it, or do they just kind of slowly integrate, you know, different concepts? He's got a lot of small wide receivers, too. You know, Mark Andrews is a big target, but they just drafted – I like Zay Flowers, but he's a smaller guy. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how – he's got J.K. Dobbins and catch out of the backfield. Um, He's essentially another wide receiver as as well. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan said, "As long as Brock Purdy's elbow heals right, he'll be the he'll be the guy." What does that mean to the other two quarterbacks? Well, 
just on Brock specifically over the Jimmy Garoppolo era, and Trey only started, you know, I think three or four games over that period of time. When Brock played, he was dramatically even better than the best of Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of how explosive their offense is. So I understand it. Now it's a small sample size, but clearly in Kyle's time with the 49ers, that was the most explosive they'd had, and they were putting up crazy amounts of points. Now, he did get to play with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you know, for a long period of time, and Trey never has, and Jimmy just did for a short period of time. But it, it looked, I mean, it looked pretty good. Uh, I think the other two quarterbacks are just they're battling for the backup job. And, you know, my, my prediction uh, is just that Sam Darnold's going to beat him out. And then, you know, it, it's, it's, they're in a weird scenario because sometimes when you get in a position where the quarterback's not playing and he's got a big personality, like it's hard to keep Baker around, right? If he's your backup and he, he doesn't handle it as well. And we've seen guys over the years, Trey's that's not really been Trey's MO that they really like the person. So they wouldn't be forced to maybe, you know, if come September one, when the big cuts happen, let's say Brock is healthy. He can start week one. Sam Darnold's the backup. You could just trade Trey Lance right there for kind of, I mean, his value would be nothing for like a bag of balls. But you could also keep him around, though. I, I do think, you know, given that the elephant in the room is all these draft picks, he still, he'd still be a, somewhat a subject of conversation, even though he's way down on the depth chart. I, I, I do think you can contemplate moving him to a team that maybe would just give you like, you know, sixth or seventh round pick that has some quarterback issues and just kind of gets a, a year tryout period with him. Um, Hendon Hooker apparently going to get a redshirt year with the Lions. Do you think ultimately he's a starting quarterback? Uh, I think if Jared Goff has another season like he did last year and the Lions, you know, what's unique about this Lions thing now, and one of my takes tomorrow on the podcast, I was just thinking about when I saw they're no longer for a team that hasn't done anything. They're not going to get to sneak up on anyone, right? They're going to be, they're still the hunter because they're trying to make the playoffs, but teams are going to take them very, very seriously, right? So there's going to be an added pressure, I would say, on Dan Campbell and on Goff because we're going to look at him like, I had one of his best years last year. Can he do it again? And if he does it again, I would say you try to do kind of like a Geno Smith type deal with him and just kind of keep it rolling. Because there's a lot of unknown with Hendon Hooker. He's like 37 years old. Fantastic year, but he had never done anything until this year. And, you know, most people in the NFL, fair or not, view that offense in Tennessee as, you know, pretty remedial relative to what he's going to have to do at the, at the next level. And like you said, he's not even going to be playing. So I think it kind of depends on Jared Goff. If Jared has another, you know, his statistics last year were like, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, like he was really good yeah. relative to you know what I think we all thought about him. Wouldn't you try to kind of break him off like a $50, $60 million guaranteed and just kind of keep you moving in that direction, but it still gives you wiggle room if you can find a better option, kind of like I think Seattle's doing right now? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's that's a reasonable thing. Again, I don't know if, if, he, if he'll do that. And, of course, you know, his GM believes in him, drafted him, you know, when he was with the Rams and obviously brought him over in the trade. It, it is interesting that there's a there's a world there where the Lions won that trade, even though the Rams won the Super Bowl. I, I, w- I would agree, depending on how the picks, we'll have to see how that it, it ages, right? Uh, 
I mean, there's just there's still some unknowns with the franchise. <laughs> you know, this is the thing, and, and this gets back. I'm rooting for Dan Campbell. I like him, but like now it's time. I I, I think his roster is really good, but w- look, you know, the off season happens. They already have a little hiccup, right? Jameson Williams, who's just if he's on the field, he's going to be a stud. Betting on college football games from the facility gets suspended six games. Yeah, not like, playing that. Not playing that Chiefs game. Yeah, so I mean that's I mean that guy you saw last year by the end of the year you're like god is this guy running like a 3240? I mean he's he's going to be one of the fastest guys in the NFL but now he's out for what? 6 games. I mean that's a that's a pretty big deal. I mean he used a really high pick on that. But back to the Hendon Hooker thing, even if Jared doesn't quite have the year he does last year, but this they win 10 games and he's just, you know, probably a little less it's still a pretty hard position to just get rid of him and go to a guy that's an older, young quarterback who's coming off an ACL injury, right? I mean, it yeah, kind of no put question. him in a weird spot. I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any question. Goff's in the driver's seat to survive there for a little, a little bit, I think. Yeah, but I, I, I but I also think that he's going to have to take some sort of, uh, uh, yeah, like mid-level deal like he's not going to break the bank with this deal if he wants to just keep on continuing on and be that guy I think that's I think that's the smart play that's the smart play for him you know speaking of the Rams it isn't weird like no discussion about the Rams um what's that team look like this year yeah, I mean, I, I talk to you, when you work in the NFL, especially this time of year, you're just constantly studying depth charts. You're constantly kind of seeing how your team stacks up. You know, after the draft happens, I think most people think their roster is pretty bad. You know, clearly, if Aaron Donald's healthy and on the field, he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, sa- same with Cooper Cup. But Matt Stafford, I, I think the question mark is. Like, you could have Aaron Donald, but if I put Aaron Donald on, you know, the Texans or the Cardinals, like, it's not like a D-tackle can carry you. I mean, he's he was really dominant on a team that was really, really good. You know, so you put him on a bad team, you saw last year, it's, it doesn't do much, right? So I, I think it's very dependent on the quarterback. And to me, the question is, is he was was that just an injury of just you know the previous year played a lot of football just kind of needed you know almost like a it wasn't really a redshirt year but just kind of needed a reset or is this going to be something that lingers because pretty sure he's leading the league in interceptions <laughs> I mean he was throwing and, and he honestly threw the ball to the team uh, the other team a lot the previous year when they made the Super Bowl remember he had that stretch like the second half of the year where he threw like pick sixes in like three straight games so that, and that's but that's always part of the Stafford package to me the question is like is he healthy like can he just play 17 games beside like a freak injury someone runs into you like does he have structural issues we, we see it a lot with pitchers right it's like oh it's, it's tendonitis it's sore sore and then it's like oh and then it goes is that where we're at here it, and is was it a reflection of them taking sets and bennett obviously they didn't have you know many high picks because of the trades over the years but or was that just a reflection of you know they got brock purdy last year with the niners let's see if we can do something like that i, I don't know you know, so I, I think the most fascinating part of that team, which to me just isn't that talented, if they do have Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald, their coach is really good. I, I do think they could be competitive, but I think their their days of just you know they have like a five year stretch there, right, where we're just like ah, oh, you know, eleven to thirteen wins, the Rams are going to be a factor. I, I I don't think they're in that. They're clearly not in that tier right now. No, they, they are not. Um, uh, John Middlecoff, three now. It's the podcast. He also has a going low podcast. It's a golf podcast as well. I, I bring it up because I'm Dan Byer talked about in the update, and then I'm following him on Twitter. Dan, what's uh, what's Scotty Scheffler doing now? I mean, that, those numbers were crazy. 
Oh, sorry. I, Dan I, is indisposed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, well I, that, that's a little, little, little TMI there. A little TMI. I mean, Scotty Scheffler going crazy here. Uh, going, going crazy here. Woo. Ooh, as I think through five, he was like six under. <laughs> he's on. He's on. He's on early fifty nine. Watch. Yes. I, I don't yes. think you and I will ever have that problem. No. No, that won't. That's not going to be. Not going to be an issue. Not for me. He's out. Uh, they're obviously playing at the at the uh, Byron Nelson. And uh, where is he? He's yeah. Uh, yeah he's five hundred through seven. Five hundred through seven. Five hundred through seven. All right, going low podcast plus the three now podcast. He's the one and only John Middlecoff. John, thanks so much. See you, Doug. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.